The Department of Health and Human Services reverses its COVID-era 340B off-site clinic policy. The Biden administration proposes an overhaul of the No Surprises Act's independent dispute resolution process. And the federal government will stop covering COVID drugs this week. It's Tuesday, October 31st. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. A COVID-era waiver that allowed 340B-eligible entities to dispense discounted drugs across additional unregistered outpatient sites is coming to an end, potentially leading to the loss of tens of millions of dollars for provider organizations in the program. In a notice published Friday in the Federal Register, HHS's Health Resources and Services Administration, or HRSA, wrote that it was reminding 340B entities that they are required to register their office site outpatient facilities with the administration. According to the notice, the rollback of the waiver will allow the agency to more effectively administer the 340B program. Since June 2020, HRSA allowed provider organizations in the 340B program to forgo registering off-site locations in an effort to expedite prescribing discounted drugs during the public health emergency. Prior to the waiver, organizations were required to register those clinics with the Office of Pharmacy Affairs Information System, and they were listed on a Medicare cost report. HRSA wrote in its notice that ending the waiver now is appropriate given that the circumstances of the COVID-19 pandemic are no longer pressing hospitals to shift their operations to these off-site facilities. Organizations that participate in the 340B program have 90 days, starting last Friday, to notify HRSA that they have started the process of complying with the policy. 340B program participants and their lobbying groups in recent days have expressed disappointment appointment in the waiver's rollback. In a statement released by America's Essential Hospitals, Senior Vice President of Policy and Advocacy Beth Feldpush said that these off-site locations are critical parts of participating hospitals' reach into underserved communities and, quote, the reversal of this guidance will significantly harm essential hospitals and curb their ability to serve patients where they live and work, end quote. Last week's notice from HRSA is not altogether a surprise. In mid-May, HRSA removed the waiver's language from its website, causing confusion among 340B organizations about its status. The federal 340B program requires Medicaid and Medicare-eligible drug makers to provide steep discounts for outpatient drugs to provider entities that provide care for large numbers of uninsured and low-income individuals. As of last January, more than 2,600 hospitals hospitals were participating in the 340B program. Though hospitals have long maintained that the program is necessary to offset the cost of providing care to patients who can't afford to pay, some drug makers and policymakers have argued that the program has moved beyond its original purpose and serves as a way for hospitals to bolster their budgets. Safety net providers bought a record $53.7 billion worth of drugs through the 340B drug discount program last year, according to a recent report from the industry publication Drug Channels.
The Department of Health and Human Services announced Friday proposed updates that it says would streamline the highly contested Federal Independent Dispute Resolution, or IDR, process. The IDR process was established through the No Surprises Act, and it allows providers, facilities, and health insurers to have their billing disputes evaluated by a third-party arbitrator to determine the out-of-network payment rate. HHS is proposing the changes, jointly with the Departments of Labor and Treasury, as well as the Office of Personnel Management, that would encourage disputing parties to engage in more meaningful open negotiations before involving arbiters in the IDR process. The departments are proposing a new administrative fee structure that incentivizes disputing parties to make reasonable offers by tying them to lower fees. They also propose establishing new batching provisions that would allow parties to include multiple items or services in a single dispute, as opposed to filing individual disputes. They also proposed establishing an eligibility review process that regulators can use when dispute volume is high. The main cause of delays in processing disputes stems from the complexity of determining whether a dispute is actually eligible for the process, according to the announcement. HHS said that these changes, if finalized, will improve communication between payers and providers and make the process more efficient. The public will have 60 days to submit comments. Since the IDR process was introduced, it's been bogged down with disputes between payers and providers. An early report estimated that the IDR process would handle slightly more than 17,000 disputes every year. However, in a six-month period between April 15th and September 20th of last year, the process received more than 90,000 disputes, with only about a third of those disputes getting resolved. It's also faced several legal challenges that have led to it being temporarily suspended multiple times. Federal coverage of drugs to treat COVID-19 infection comes to an end this week, and the cost of those drugs is expected to increase. Private health insurers will need to start covering COVID therapeutics like Pfizer's antiviral drug Paxlovid and Merck's Ligevrio starting this Wednesday, November 1st. Medicare and Medicaid will continue to cover the drugs for free through the end of 2024. And federal entities, including the Indian Health Service, the Department of Defense and the Department of Veterans Affairs will retain access to federally acquired Paxlovid. In a letter sent on Friday to drug makers, distributors, pharmacies, and payers, Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra wrote that as the federal government transitions away from distributing these products, it's incumbent upon drug makers and health insurers to guarantee access to these medications. These treatments are expected to have a hefty price tag once they're covered and distributed through more traditional channels. The list price of Paxlovid is expected to be nearly $1,400 for a five-day course of treatment. That's according to a letter sent by Pfizer to pharmacies and clinics in mid-October and obtained by the Wall Street Journal. That's more than double what the federal government paid for the treatment at $529. Merck's list price for Legevrio has not been released as of Monday night. This week's coverage transition comes amid a rocky rollout of the latest COVID shot, the first time it's been distributed by private health insurers, not the government. Though the Omicron-specific shot was approved by the FDA in September, it took weeks for the shot to become widely accessible, and there were 
anecdotal reports from consumers that clinics and pharmacies didn't have it, and when they did, people reported issues with insurance covering the cost. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.